dream last night. A vision. I saw a world full of people. Everybody was dancing and screaming loud. They were just there to listen to the music. It was deep. It was underground. Let's turn the world into a dance floor. Yes, the podcast, and welcome once again. My name is Ruben Ronde, and welcome to the new State of Trans podcast once with again. another <laughs> trans royalty in the studio once again. Yes, Mr. Richard Durant, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're here for a very special occasion because your album is going to be released in yeah. two weeks' time. Yeah, reactivate, reactivate. We heard some uh, some nice tracks already played yeah. on the radio show yeah. with the, with your guest mix, of course. Uh, in the next 30 minutes ish. I don't know how long we're going to last. We have some uh, questions from the fans that were submitted to Instagram. We're going to talk about a little bit of history. And also, I'll tell you the first time I met you. You probably don't remember anymore. Hmm, maybe very pictures. You can, do you have the pictures as well? No, I don't have oh, the pictures. Okay, cool. But anyway, let's start at the beginning. When did you start DJing and uh, what made you start DJing? Um, I think I was 12. Then I knew that I wanted to do something in the music business because mm-hmm. uh, I saw... Uh, 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 Patrick Bruel playing piano and I was a very young child and uh, he was playing and everybody went crazy and then I thought okay this is what I want so yeah. I, I, was, I was 12 1988 <laughs> for some people <laughs> it's a long time ago and um, and yeah well I joined the army for a few years and after that I, I uh, saved some money so I could buy some uh, some equipment and um, yeah uh, there was me making trans- of music actually in the start in the beginning. So there was early nineties. Um, no, not early nineties. I think uh, ninety eight. Then I was uh, uh, my first uh, track uh, uh, was released. Yeah. How long did it take you before you were at the level that you were able to release something? That was a. That's a, I was thinking uh, quite lucky uh, with that one because the first track I released uh, went immediately in the hip rate. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought, okay, this is not this is not so difficult. So if you, <laughs> yeah, def- yeah, yeah, that's what I thought at that time. Uh, so uh, if you do it like this, then you will be, you know, you will have a track in the hip rate. So uh, that was. Um, so I didn't struggle for years and years, and I need to convince everyone it it will be a success. But it it was there pretty fast. So that was. Uh, my and of luck. course, uh, the, you you made your first hits under your alias G Spot. Yeah. Yeah. What can you tell about G-Spot? Besides G-spot. like that, you had well, hits with Melody and Energy. and Yeah, yeah, Energy. Uh, uh, of course, again, with DJ Jose, House yeah, of Justice. Yeah, yeah. House of Justice. Wrong is right. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, it was a brilliant time because, uh, you know, I had some success and I was 21, 20 years old. So that was amazing being, uh, <laughs> being a superstar. <laughs> and uh, so... Yeah, it was uh, the music was pretty different at that time. It was I think the Dutch sound was club music, club mm-hmm. trance, club trance, yeah, yeah club DJ Jurgen, DJ Jurgen, yeah. DJ Sean, Sean yeah. and uh, club heads club as well. Heads. So um, yeah, we're we're ruling the world, but then only in Holland. Yeah, <laughs> and that was pretty fun. We had uh, you know like I did many shows at that time, and it was just it was a kind of a trance, but it was more fun, fun, uh, a lot of energy. 140 BPM and... Uh, no rules. No rules, yeah. yeah. And uh, the club scene in, in Holland was amazing. You know, you had uh, pre-parties, after-parties, and they, you you can continually uh, uh, going partying for days. So combined with everything, what you do on a party, 
that was amazing. Yeah. So I was, re I'm really happy that I, I did that. Uh, and, um, yeah, I made some tracks that uh, still are known. Still evergreens. Yeah, yeah, it is. Is that, do you think, is that the time that the the masses were first introduced to dance music? Because it became in the in the charts, like you say? Um, well, I think tracks, I think Fadeless and Born Slippy, Underworld, uh, Moby, they were one of those first, uh, and... I think that what maybe 90, 94 maybe. Yeah, and uh, this was this was like you were saying. This was you can you can't label Faithless as fun music. No, 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 no. But that was that was the real deal. Yeah. you know, for, for me. So and you know you had the, those uh, big guys, Sasha, John Dickweed. They come from uh, you know like from the from the uh, Great Britain. And um, for, but for me, maybe I was trying to do something like that, but I couldn't. So there was something else I did. So that was also fun. Of course, if you're a young producer and still, sometimes you're trying to do any, something yeah. because you think, hey, how did they do that? And then you have something different and that's that's going to become, become your sound. Yeah. So, and that was also for, uh, 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 at that time, you know, people recognize immediately, this is, this is Gispos or this is me. And uh, and I didn't know how, but mm -hmm. the, yeah, you could hear it. I, maybe I did the same thing every time over and over again. I don't know. But uh, yeah, people recognized it. Just a little tip, go to YouTube and oh, you'll find that. some video clips. Oh yeah. And then you'll see a young Richard Durant on keyboards and everything keyboards, because you did live yeah. shows. Yeah, because, live okay, shows. This, yeah. The first time that I uh, met you, I didn't actually meet you, but I played before and after you mm -hmm. um, because I was a resident DJ in theater in Naaldwijk. Oh yeah, in the early two oh, yeah, thousands. Yeah, 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 talk me. Talk and me. then um, I was playing before you and after you, and I still remember vividly standing in the DJ booth because I had to play all night. And I was waiting for you, and you were uh, the only guest that was standing on the stage because mm -hmm. you had a live set. Yeah. You, you did keyboards, yeah, you did live keyboards, sequencer, everything. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first time I met you. That's yeah. a, and that's one of the things that I'll never forget. And then it it took me a long time to realize that actually you. Also did G-Spot. Yeah, so yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, uh, because G-Spot went a little bit more commercial, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like sound-wise. And uh, so um, then I changed a little bit with my sound, a little bit more, I don't know, maybe less less commercial, more underground-ish. And um, the thing was, I was already, uh, uh, you know, changing with everything, but the name was still there. So then uh, I, I, I produced a track, Make Me Scream. Yeah, in 2005. Of, uh, the first one of uh, of Richard Duran. And um, and we didn't know what to do. So yeah, well, maybe you know, come, up, come up with a new name, Richard something, Richard, well, let's see on Google, maybe Richard, Italian names, okay, no, no. French names, Richard Duran, 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 okay, cool. So that's so the story how you came up with your name. In 20 seconds, we had... <laughs> really? Yeah, we had Richard Duran found it on Google. Oh, and the first thing we did is, is there is there no artist that's already Richard Duran? So there was a writer. Maybe someone can make really nice poets. I think that's... Uh, I don't know, he still lives. But <laughs> that's, so that was the story about Richard Duran. So Duran actually had nothing to do with me. It sounds... Okay, that's why. That's interesting. I, yeah. I thought it was a whole story about that you this. Was, made this was the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and that's the a podcast for today. No. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, it, the the make me scream was uh, uh, played by uh, let's say uh, just Jules or uh, everybody was playing. Yeah, it. yeah. Paul Oakenfold for BBC Radio, and they didn't know um, uh, that it was Richard Duran. So they say this is a new track, Richard Duranda. 
Richard Randa. And Sounds I didn't know why, 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 why Richard Randa. But they, 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 yeah, it was side A or side B. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. Proper English. So your final that you turn around. Yeah, is yeah, a yeah, B, yeah, yeah. Both sides and Make Me Scream was on one side. So they thought it was Richard Randa with Make Me Scream. Maybe can be an alias as well. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that was funny. Yeah. How did you come up? Start. How did you come up to make the switch to from G Spot to Rich Durant? How did you decide that you want to go a little bit more underground? Oh, that was the last few years of G Spot. You know, like uh, the House of Justice, Energy, and those tracks were, you know, the, in, in the early days of G Spot. Um, later, the music went a little bit more serious mm-hmm. and a little bit more less less fun. <laughs> let's say that. And uh, so the music already was a little bit changing to what it is now. And uh, accept the name so for me it was change the name and that was the whole uh, brand was already there mm-hmm. so of course we needed to you know like uh, yeah look out for and that not everybody saw oh that's a g-spot because you want to know everybody uh, how you say that you need to be taken serious how you, how you yeah, say that yeah, yeah. and um so uh, yeah, we made some pictures a little bit from the side of my face, a little bit down, <laughs> like very cool watching me. And um, yes, and then after a year, we could say, okay, uh, I'm also doing uh, another project. And then you stopped G-Spot? I stopped yeah. doing uh, uh, tracks for G-Spot, yes, yes. And then uh, you started doing, uh, first of all, Make Me Screen, yeah. Absolute Smasher. Yeah. I think the f- after that was your rework of uh, Sunhump. Brilliant, that yeah, people started to play. Six was that, yeah. and, uh, but also the Tiesto uh, tr- um, Little Industry Little remix, Industry remix, Madagascar remix, yeah. and uh, all those remixes. Yeah, that was also funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I remember that I, I was producing that track. I think I, I played as G Spot, so yeah. that was funny as G Spot uh, on Mysteryland, and I thought. Can I make a new rework or something? Because I want to have something special that only me can play. And then uh, I was busy with a track uh, with that tick, 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 tick. And then okay, okay, I have some beats. Now I need a needed track to 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 finish this. And then okay, I said let's say Madagascar out of trance. I will, yeah, change that a little bit. And then so it was there. Last let's say one hour work. And then. Uh, I thought maybe maybe this is this is not that good. So I, it was Everybody behind my keyboard yeah. for three months. Yeah, and I almost throw it away. And then I was with uh, Tiesto in the car, and he asked, "Can you do you have some other bootleg tracks I can play, like Dahoo, uh, Meter After Love Parade?" I also did that. And uh, yeah, I have some. Yeah, but this is not finished. So you can you, you can listen to it, but. Oh, I want to have this track. I want to play this track. But I, yeah, but it's, there's no ending yet. So I need to finish it. <laughs> that was so funny. So amateuristic, but also a lot of fun. Sometimes, you know, you think it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a big thing going behind that track. But sometimes it's just fun and it's coincidence that some tracks are going to be a big track. So what you're basically saying is that most of the, the the good tracks are created when you're having fun. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely when you are close to your own emotion, I think, yeah. to your own feeling. If you if you do something because you think it, uh, you need to do it like this, like it's it's written somewhere, then it's 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 going to be fucked. But for for me, the 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 best tracks I always made when I, uh, yeah, when you when like the Arab Breed is for me is like um, this is me. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's he's trying to do it something or is he he's busy with uh, creating a trick or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. 
And the beginning of Richard Rand, you were more into the techie stuff, and then yeah. Sunhump was very sun was Sunhump, some sunny track. And then uh, you started to evolve your sounds a little bit more into what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was that something because of the time, time yeah. spirit, or yeah? Th- sometimes you know, I was trying to do to to do. You're trying to to make your own music, but also trying to be successful. Mm-hmm. So then you see uh, what you need for success. Maybe a, a good vocal, a vocalist, or whatever. So then I thought maybe it's good to write an own so- uh, my own song with a vocalist. Mm-hmm. So then I worked with Russ Nitsan and um, uh, and came up with um, uh, uh, how do you call it? What was his name? Uh, From Always the Sun. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, and then uh, I wrote that one, and yeah, it also went uh, pretty pretty okay. Uh, so um, and then you, you you're always trying to do what you want to do, but also keep in mind that it's your work. So you also need to to to, to you know like to make some money with it. Mm-hmm. Else you, you can't. You, you need to stop working uh, as a DJ or producer. So. Um, and within all that uh, spectrum, you you need to try to to survive. I think, yeah. And uh, in in the transition of sound, you also did a very controversial thing. You did the first in search of sunrise oh, after yeah. Tiesto. Yeah, yeah. Because I did uh, the album uh, at Black Hole Recordings, and uh, and then Tiesto left uh, yeah. Black Hole, and then. Uh, yeah, we were in discussion with uh, the owner of Black Hole. He said, yeah, why not? If you want to continue, yeah. So we, we thought about it and let's do that. And that's also a typical thing. You can't, you cannot say it's it's the, the best thing I did, but you also can't say it's, it didn't work out well because it was a completely different sound uh, yeah. than I normally play. So, but it was also, it can be an extra. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I did, I don't know, maybe five or six copies, I think. And uh it's still there, but uh, now uh, uh, let me say he did some tours with it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. many tours actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then, then that became a little bit the problem that uh, as a DJ, I want to banging you, you play really, uh, you know, like uh, energy full songs. And of course, uh, um, uh, in search of sunrise music, is is less, is more beach feeling yeah. and stuff like that, and the chill out uh, versions of tracks. So um, that became a little bit uh, yeah, difficult for me to to combine. And then I thought maybe it's good to, yeah, to, to leave stop that doing behind. It. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, it's it's good, and it's always good to to uh, to change new th- uh, or try to do new stuff. And uh, yeah, one of the things that he did after that was in two thousand and twelve. One of the initiatives that I really enjoyed was uh, Richard versus the World, the EPs. Oh, yeah. You went to every continent and you yeah. worked with people from the, from the continent yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. How did that come about? Oh, um, I don't know. I think it's it's you're always trying to find a new way to to you know like uh, uh, the first in search of sunrise was because the first one in South was South Africa because there was the World Championship of football. So mm-hmm. why not? Uh, so and also with that new album, uh, First the World. Uh, can you come up with something that you can easily uh, 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 every month or maybe every two months you can come up with a new uh, 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 promotion thing? So okay, this time is Asia and now is it is uh, South America, whatever. So yeah, it's it's all about trying new ways to to sell something. Sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought it was a really nice uh, nice concept. Yeah. Is it something that you would? consider doing again in the future or is it past you know no, well, yeah, why not yeah yeah 
And now, now <laughs> the funny thing about now, my new album is called Reactivate. Yeah. But yeah, it's maybe deactivate because we are still in lockdown <laughs> everywhere. But uh, that's the thing. Uh, so, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, the, the first lockdown I was thinking, should I do making music because you can't play live and this and that. And then, yeah, I, I still found the, lo- the fun and the love for making music again. And uh, there is a complete new album now and we will see what the future will bring and maybe a new year will bring, make a new album. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you've been very productive in uh, 2021. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, okay, let me sum it up. Give Your Heart a Home was released. I met it to you, Made of Stone, My Guy in Light, White Dolphins, Tree of Life and Off the Grid. Yeah. And if you look in the, in the years before 2021, you had maybe three yeah. singles a year. Yeah. And now it's bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun to, 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 to make music actually. And, mm-hmm. and that's maybe that's the positive thing about the, these days in, in the, in the situation where we all, where we all are, mm-hmm. is that, um, you need to, you, you can still hold on if, if you, um, do things what you really love. You know, of course it's, it's nice to do shows and it's, it's nice to do both, but, uh, I still have a great work, a mm-hmm. great job when, um, when I do, don't do any shows. I have more time in the studio, so it's good. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, very productive locally. Some people have a, like a hard time making music because they don't get any triggers anymore yeah. of live shows and stuff like that. Um, then one of the most monumental moments here in this studio, because the first time that uh, we celebrated our tune of the year, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in 2018, I remember we were having a party here at the end of the year for the top 50 episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were standing in the back over there yeah. and we reached the top 10. You released your track with uh, Christina Novella, The Air That I Breathe. And I thought, I and thought I, I won from blah, blah, blah. So I thought maybe there's a chance. I thought maybe that yeah, one was on number one. I was keeping an eye on you. You were standing back there. And I remember <laughs> this very vividly that every time a track came meant that your track was higher. Yeah. And at a certain point when we started playing number two, I saw there was a click in your head, like, yeah. wait a minute. May- maybe it is, can be. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. What can you tell about your collaborations with uh, with Christina Novelli and the click that you have with her? Well, th- I uh, first of all, it's 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 a really beautiful person. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, t- and she's a great great singer as well. And uh, so it's really fun to work with her because uh, she's fast, and uh, we were on the same page with uh, emotion, emotional with uh, the, the melodies I make. She really like, and uh, so what she's done, uh, she's doing. I also like, and I remember that uh, when she had um, um, uh, Angel, what was Concrete the, Angel? Concrete yeah. Angel. I was ah, oh, I need to work with her. I need to work with her. But yeah, she cost a lot of money. This and that. You know how it works. And I was. Richard Duran, who's who, who the fuck is he? And then uh, and then the Arab breed came out, and then uh, so I thought maybe this is. Uh, and then she she wrote a message on Instagram, just hey, so uh, nice track or whatever, or maybe just a like. And then hey, nice. I thought maybe she maybe she wants to work with me. Why not? And so I I, I told her, hey, is it maybe something uh, we can do something in the future? Oh yeah, looks good, sounds good. And then I said maybe something. With this track, maybe you can, you know, maybe good to make kind of a radio uh, edit of it. And uh, yeah, then uh, cool. So I, I, I uh, um, uh, uh, changed the whole track in piano. This, uh, then she has some, 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 you know, like uh, some nicer way to to write music on than instead of electric electronical. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then she wrote the lyrics of uh, the air I breathe. And uh, yeah, 
This is the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. So it was, and and that that's why I also was like uh, shocked that I wasn't number one because I thought maybe the half of the votes will be going to Christina's version and the other one will go to uh, the extended first the f- yeah. without the first uh, f- vocal. So for me, it was like no, I, I can't be number one. But that's 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 no, that's a no go. So <laughs> when number two was playing here, then I thought, okay. <laughs> It, I hope it's it's still in the top hundred. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. it wasn't in the it's top fifty top. at all. <laughs> that would have been no, 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 no. I remember the first time we heard when I heard the instrumental. Actually, mm-hmm. then I was. I think we already said it in that episode when we played it that it was going to end up very high in the yeah. because it's just a magical memory. And then what Christina did was when we said it before: one plus one is six. Yeah, and it, it was quite dangerous, of course, because you know everybody liked that 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 uh, first ve- version without vocals, yeah. and then you. You know, you you try to create it a little bit, maybe better or different. That it's maybe uh, um, that it's going to be a bigger track on Spotify or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was like, um, are we? But then it felt good. So why not? Nobody can say you can't do that. It's it's, it's still my responsible with Christina to release the track. Yeah. So it went well. <laughs> and then you had save you also. Yeah. And my guiding lights. Yeah. And there is a, a new one coming actually. Did, is that, that's going to be on uh, Reactivate? No, 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 no. no so you're already no, working on? Yeah, I'm working on new tracks. Uh, there will be a new rele- a release, a new remix of Always the Sun, uh, uh, and also a new track with Christina, uh, a remix of Am I You With. There will be a loads of loads of new music coming up. Nice. So, yeah. That brings See me to you next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me to another point actually, because uh, I don't know if I'm s- supposed to say this, but you sent me a progressive track not too long ago also. Is that something because your your oh, little yeah. brother Alex O'Brien, of course, he is smashing it right now yeah, in the progressive he's, he's scene. It's amazing. Actually, he's, he's as long as me in the music already, uh, like 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 let, let's say over twenty years, and he never had you know like a lot of shows. Sometimes once in a while it shows because progressive was just yeah, not yeah, that yeah. big. Yeah. But now he finds he really found his his uh, his musical freedom. I think he's he's really it's really Alex uh, that's that's making the music now and. And that music is is doing really well. So uh, he's constantly on touring. <laughs> my my gigs were all cancelled, and he was <laughs> he was going everywhere. So he did uh, Colombia, uh, India, uh, Mexico, and also three weeks of South America. So yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's yeah. also one of those things that I, I played because my radio shows and streams are in general progressive music as well. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that Alex O'Ryan was your brother, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Because I thought he was, I don't know, I, I didn't think he was Dutch at least. Yeah. But he's one of my favorite producers. So. Well, let's invite him once and then yeah. we go together. Yeah, yeah for we'll sure. <laughs> Is it something that you would would like to do in the future as well? Um, More progressive stuff? It's not, not really like, I like progressive stuff, mm-hmm. but um, it's not like I want to change to a direction. Maybe I, so once in a while I will make... Uh, just experiment. Yeah, just to experiment. And, and it's not that I uh, I want to do something new because uh, I'm, I'm sick of what I'm doing. Just mm-hmm. just having fun. So the track I, I sent you is also one of the, the tracks of the album. And uh, the funny thing is that uh, my brother heard that track. Ah, oh, can I have that sample? And I can make maybe my own version of it. If you can. So I think there will be some Alex Orion remix nice. in the future of my song. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> because there's no real clear link that you, you that you're brothers. There's no collaboration. Well, you can or- ask my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go to some uh, some questions that were submitted uh, through uh, Instagram and Twitter. First of all, one of the questions that always pops up. This one is from uh, Jess JB twenty twenty one. What is your all time favorite trance track? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the, 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 the. ah, that's difficult because. Let's let's say the the uh, uh, beyond this earth. Yeah, from Signum. Uh, yeah, because because that really made a, a very very positive change in my life again. Yeah, I, I almost want to stop making music in the years uh, 2017, 16, 17, and I really was sick of everything and uh, wasn't motivated. And then after you know like a really good weekend partying, sitting on the ground, listen to that track, and over and over again, over and over again. And then I realize I'm so stupid that I will stop making music. So, uh, and then after a few days, uh, the Arab Breed was there. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, but that's 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 you can't you can't write that story. No, it's amazing. Did you ever tell Ron about it? Oh, uh, he knows. Yes, he, he knows. knows. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. So I was very jealous that he made he made be on this earth, and he was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I made the error breathe. Yeah, so yeah. No, we are we are we okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in in our books, you are both legends. So. Thanks. Um, Omar Ahmad, nineteen eighty, wants to know which vocalist who you haven't worked with already would you like to collab with? Okay, then I need to say Emma Hewitt. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. I never worked with her except that I doing a remix now mm-hmm. of, of her of a song of a new album, of her new album, and so yeah. I think yeah, I agree. She's one of the together with Anthony, they are some of the best writers. Yeah, yeah. on this planet, it's amazing. The the track that I'm working on now at the moment is it gives me goosebumps all the time when I'm checking out. It's it's amazing. So, uh, yeah, awesome. That that um, this is also a little bit of a, a topic because you did a remix for me and Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, and I know that you did the same thing with uh, the remix that you did for Armin. Is that when you do a remix, you don't listen to the original whatsoever. Never. No. So you don't even know what you're remixing, but you only get the parts and then you I just know. create your own track around it. Yeah, but it's it's the, the most important thing about remixing a track with a with a, with a vocal is the vocal. Yeah. So I don't want to be infected to for all those uh, uh, other uh, chords that maybe can affect my mood or mm-hmm. whatever. So the thing is, what I also did with Emma, uh, I, I you know the the the, the parts came in. Uh, the vocals mm-hmm. and then yeah it, it's there and I play piano and after let's say 20 minutes the whole track is there and then I know of course I need to make a, a completely uh, uh, int- uh, so you sketch and then you start filling in the gaps yeah it's it's only the vocal and then I will play um, the melody I feel uh, with that vocal and yeah sometimes it works I did the same with uh, with Sam Martin of Armin Wild Wild Sun that was for me uh, I did it pretty fast. I had the vocal, and I didn't want to listen to the to the original because I already did a little bit yeah. in the show. I was here, and I thought, oh, no, I can do something really different with it. And uh, so, I think if I, you know, like use the chords of the original, it it didn't went. Uh, it didn't was a track what I did actually. So that's the way I really like to work, and also with your uh, yeah. track, yeah. Because it's, I remember when you started doing this, first of all, I was starstruck that you even wanted to do it. So still thankful for doing that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Chris Entel wants to know, who was your biggest inspiration? Besides Patrick Bruel. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was here last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, Ferry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's one of those guys. I I always when he creates track, well, of course with uh, with Gorilla, uh, it's it's always something I feel. And uh, and uh, also uh, Farrakocha, Madagascar. It's all all those, you know, like those those projects. It's uh, I think uh, for me, he's one of those guys that uh, stands out yeah. most most. I wish I could go back in time to ninety eight ninety nine. Just go inside of the head of Ferry mm. and then see how fast he has been working because he had yeah. Moon Man, he yeah, had Moon all Man. these oh, aliases yeah. that yeah. he was just pumping out tracks here and yeah. there. I say Ferry for president, but where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass the, pass the message. Cool. Um, that brings me actually to the question from Neil Desai. Uh, would, would you love to work with Armin? And I'll, I'll add to this. Uh, is that on your bucket list as well to work with Ferry on a track? Yeah, f- Ferry, uh, of course, would be fun. I think we're we're pretty good in making melodies so combine those together can maybe something really special i think that's a good <laughs> idea very long <laughs> yeah very long <laughs> never ending uh, melody oh no you should you should talk with factor b about that <laughs> oh yeah i know the longest break also very oh. and armin yes of course it would be fun to work with armin uh, and maybe something like uh, for like uh, 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 for how do you say that a goede doel for something oh yeah for charity yeah, yeah. for charity it's something special not not to be as successful as we can be but just Give to, back. to make give back uh, those fans, uh, so uh, yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, that vision had a question on Twitter. What helps you to stay creative? Uh, feeling good, feeling good. Yeah, feeling good. Uh, you don't let the stress uh, uh, be there t- that much. You know, like if I work in the studio and uh, uh, and I feel good, everything go by. Then. And what do you do when you don't feel good? Do do things that. To be to feel good again, so maybe uh, go out with friends or doing be in the nature, be in the in the in the woods or whatever. Or go to the to the beach, or uh, play some pool. Uh, uh, yeah, to do the normal stuff to to feel good again. So when you have a bad day, you just you, you take it by the by the tail and just, yeah, just go. turn it around. Just forget it. Music is is a, is a part of my life, but not it's not my life. Yeah, uh, there's more than that. So uh, that's I love that. That's a good quote. Um, this is a very this is a horrible question. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Amy's done. Wants to know what's your favorite release of yourself? Uh, the Era Breathe. Yeah, yeah. Because of the story. Because of the story. Yeah, that's uh, that's a very easy question actually. All those other tracks are nice and uh, really nice and really happy and proud that I did that. But there's some, a pivotal. Some, some are more, are, are more proud of yeah <laughs> than others. But the Era Breathe is 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 standing for uh, it's my signature of my life. I think. It's a pivot moment in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I, I think that's one of the best. Uh, it wasn't that hard question, actually. <laughs> no, for some people, it's really hard, yeah. but for you, it's easy. I, I wish I had a, I wish I had a better or a harder question here. Then, <laughs> um, now let's go back to uh, your albums coming out in two weeks' time. Reactivate. Yeah. First of all, uh, I guess the, the 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 title of the album is linked to the period of time that we live yeah, in. Of course. Yes. What else can you tell about the tracks that are featured on there? Um, well, uh, the tracks you know already, uh, the tracks with Christina, Sarah the Warren, uh, uh, Susanna, etc. Uh, they're all on the album. Uh, there are also uh, some other tracks, so yeah, you know, like a more progressive track, uh, a little side track as well. Uh, uh, the remix of Signum, it will be on that. And um, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of, a, a, how do you say that? Uh, Verzameling. Yeah, uh, it's a bundle of the yeah, tracks. Yeah, it's a bundle released, of, yeah. of, of some new tracks, but also the tracks uh, I created in 2021. 
And uh, I think it's a nice way to to do an album like this because, of course, back in the days it was uh, you bought a new David Bowie and you know only one song, yeah. And uh, the rest you need to find out to buy the album. So it's it's I think Spotify took that away. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, but that's the world we're living in. Yeah. So we need to, um, you know, work with that. And it's a new situation, and it's okay. It's okay to to work with uh, because now you can also uh, come up with every month a new track. Yeah. And uh, so, and uh, I think the nicest thing about doing the album now is from all those uh, vocal vocal tracks, I will come up with uh, a, a symphonic uh, acoustic uh, versions. So there will be a new uh, another album, and that uh, will be only involved uh, uh, acoustic versions of. Uh, Sorry. Mm-hmm. Of my guiding light and Susanna, I made it to you and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I'm really happy to uh, yeah to release that because I never never release those songs. Sometimes it's it's for YouTube or whatever. But uh, I love that. Yeah, that's I love that. I've been thinking about doing some of those because I did it some uh, of my own singles in the past as well. Mm-hmm. It gives such a different dimension because you, you're not when you're making dance music, you're forced to put beats in there yeah, or drops or stuff. Yeah, like when yeah, yeah. you we start doing soundscapes or acoustic versions. You, everything that matters is the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can take time. It, it doesn't be exactly on that same rhythm. You yeah. can do everything you want. And so there will be a track on maybe for four and a half minutes. But I know the Sarah the Warren track is actually really beautiful. It's a lot shorter because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have that much vocals. So <laughs> but it's it's all all together. It's uh, it's really fun, and and the most important thing is because my mother liked that as well because yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like those beats. Oh, when the beats coming, I need to <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn it off. And now it's oh, this really like I like this, Richard. So it's good. I like that. I can't <laughs> wait for that. Is that something that you're going to be releasing soon after the album, or you just you don't know yet? Yeah, we're we're, we're finding uh, we're trying to find a way. I think we're almost there. Uh, how we want to do it, but uh, it will be, I think, a few weeks later or maybe a month later. Uh, then uh, from all those tracks, I have a acoustic version. Yeah. The first of all, we can enjoy Reactivate. Yeah. Thank you so much for answering Thank all you, these uh, questions. Ruben. Thank and you. Um, yeah, good luck on your album and I hope that we can welcome you back once again in the studio at the end of the year cool. with another Tune of the Year <laughs> award. You never know. You never know. All right. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you. Next week, we're going to be back with a new podcast with uh, the Norwegian star Urien Nielsen. So see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you want to listen to this episode again, surf to arminradio.com and please leave your vote for your favorite track of the past two hours on stateoftrance.com.